The SGPN Fantasy Football Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by IP Vanish. IP Vanish is the official VPN of SGPN, and they're offering 70% off if you go to ipvanish.com slash SGP. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And make sure to check out our new Discord server, the perfect place to interact and sweat bets with the entire SGPN crew. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Yes, sir. We are back. And you've heard my voice. It's been a little while. I think it's been a little bit of a while, but I'm back here in the driver's seat of this Sports Gambling Podcast Network Fantasy Football Podcast. And I got my road dog back with me. We're here on the show. Scott Studio Reichel. Scott, what's going on? We got the squad back together. And we were busy with other podcasts in the meantime. Now we're back because we do have football that's very close. And can I interest you in the Hall of Fame game? Oh, you know you can because we're talking some Hall of Fame DFS. And it's going to be – this is like the most degen that it can get. We're over here picking a bunch of people that – some of these people are probably not even going to be on the roster. They might not even make the Canadian Football League roster in a couple months. (laughs) They're not even going to be on the roster in September. But we're about to pick them in DFS and try to go out there and win a whole bunch of money. So, I'm – dog, I'm excited. I think I got a winning lineup. I feel very confident about my lineup. Before we get into that, though, let's talk a little bit of news. And we got to talk about the big news that dropped. Everybody's talking about it. Deshaun Watson suspended six games. Six games. Whether you think it should have been more, whether you think it should have been less, is up to you. But six games is the suspension. They do. The NFL does have a chance to appeal. I doubt they appeal. That's going to be a whole crazy process. With a bunch of lawsuits and everything, I think they're just going to let it ride with six games. Well, I was going to say, besides appealing, they don't even have to go that route. It's They can literally just add games if they want to. The issue is the PA suing them after that yep. because it was more of a recommendation. They went mm-hmm. to court. The judge recommended what the proper sentence should be, and Goodell can either take it at face value or add a couple games because of some potential – PR concerns based on the number of allegations and the actual response via social media, et cetera, for the six-game recommendation. So appealing isn't really the right word for the NFL because they can do whatever they want. They just used an actual court of law for a recommendation. And the issue is the appeal from the PA because they would be able to appeal and that would cause a whole separate can of worms. Well, it wouldn't be technically an appeal for the PA. It would be a lawsuit. So it'd be an actual lawsuit that would go back to the court of law when yeah. the NFL in the form of a defendants. suspension. Yeah, appeal it would be an results. injunction. Yeah. I believe the word is an injunction and it would cause an injunction just for him to be able to go and play while they try to figure out what the suspension would actually be. It'd be a whole big messy scenario. And some people think that they probably should go through that. I know the NFL is a business and they're probably not going to do it. And, you know, reservations aside, I think the six games is going to stand at six. So, 
First six weeks without Deshaun Watson, Jacoby Brissett in the driver's seat for fantasy. I mean, it just find you find you somebody until he comes back. And when Deshaun Watson comes back, probably not that week because he has to play the Ravens, and the Ravens absolutely dominate Deshaun Watson every time they step on the field together. But Cleveland also has, based on last year, the easiest strength of schedule for weeks one through six. Yes, and so Jacoby Brissett could be an option. You could go out there and, you know, start stream. You could stream the first six weeks or stream something. Or just go out there and get a really cheap quarterback. Like, Derek Carr is super cheap. I'm getting Derek Carr late in drafts mm-hmm. right now. I'm perfectly fine having Derek Carr. And I'm not even con- – I am I don't think by the point of that point of the season that I'm even interested in Deshaun Watson because Derek Carr could very well be having a really good season by that point. So – I mean, Derek Carr, you have options. Can I interest you in a Daniel Jones, maybe? You know, you have options around there. But I was going to say, you're talking to the wrong guy. I'm not the person who had an MVP <laughs> bet on Daniel Jones. That was some of the other people at the SGPN uh, <laughs> there, network. That's there just may not or for may me. not be an MVP bet on Daniel Jones. Flying there may or may SGPN not be. Somewhere. I heard some people also like Trey Lance, but, you know, we can talk about that another oh, there's time. Definitely, but there's definitely some Trey Lance truthers out the there. The only thing but, I do know is that for DFS, kind of shifting gears a little bit because we're going to yeah. be talking about DFS for the show, for the first six weeks with the Browns, are you just unloading salary for Nick Chubb? Yeah. I mean, I'm, yeah. I'm trying to think of what Cleveland's game plan is going to be with I mean, it's, it's going to be Chubb and it's going to be Hunt. Like, yeah, I know, so but I'm, I'm trying to think of what the game plan's going to be. You know, Stefanski no, still likes to run the ball yeah, a lot. Gonna, and they're going to run the ball a lot. Chubb's still going to get his 20 touches. He, you know, he's never had an issue getting his touches with Kareem Hunt around. And when they get close, and I expect them to get close at some point because Teddy Bridge, not Teddy Bridgewater, Jacob Brissett is very manageable, and he's able to at least not lose you the game. I think he could get them in close, and when they get in close, it's going to be the – Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt show at that point. So, yeah, I, I, I would like to, especially once we get to week three, DFS wise, when I kind of see who's who's better defend a better front seven and who's not. Yeah, just unload for Nick Chubb and just ride Nick Chubb the first couple of weeks. He'll be in my lineup for sure. Yeah, I was just throwing it out there because they're already are the week one DFS contests available. And I'm sure a lot of DGENs already signed up, especially from this network. And Me. we're going to have a lot oh, more oh, I sign actually, up. I actually but, have a, a <laughs> I actually already have a contest. Do I have Chubb on this one? The, the point that I was going to make, though, is that the salary is not going to change. So whether Watson was going to be quarterback or Brissett, you were going to get Chubb at a specific price and it was not going to move. And I think you can make the case for a season-long fantasy perspective, you might want Watson there because it might take some attention away from Chubb. But early on in the season, if you want to talk about a good situation for Chubb, you can kind of argue that Brissett's the quarterback you'd rather have for a DFS lineup because for he's more sure. likely to get more touches. For sure. And, you know, just shifting back to season long, I mean, where are you drafting Deshaun Watson? I, I, it, I'm talking way into the double-digit rounds. Yeah, I'm once again, I'm, I'm not drafting him – until I actually know the official length of the suspension. And, mm-hmm. of course, there's some exceptions to that. If you're in a league where somehow Watson's still available mm-hmm. by, like, the 14th round, then, duh, of course, they're going to take him. But I'm saying realistically, based on the projections and where he's supposed to go, I have no interest. Do you? Yeah. I, it I can't trust be, him. I, it had to be somewhere you said, like, 12, 
I'm, I'm not taking him before I get to double digits. And I'd people might think that's that. absurdly late, so why bother talking about it? That's our point. We're both so far out on holding a guy on your roster for a month and a half, minimum basically, just for the hopes of him, A, not actually being suspended for longer, B, not being rusty after joining a new team and not playing football for over a year. There's just a lot of question marks. You mentioned Derek Carr. I know in the mock draft, I got Matt Stafford relatively late, at least for a defending Super Bowl champion. You'd assume he'd go quicker. I think there are a lot of other options of more trustworthy guys. If you like Watson, you can take him. But do they even have a good receiving core? Not really. So I'd probably go elsewhere. Yeah, I'm I'm out on Deshaun Watson. I just can't trust somebody that hasn't played in over a year. And it would I wouldn't start him week seven. I wouldn't start him week eight. I, I don't know how long it would take for you to yeah. actually trust him. I I would I would be probably getting close to the playoffs where I say okay, like I can feel good of starting Deshaun Watson unless he does something just totally nuclear the first couple of weeks. It's going to take me a while to sit there and say that I really trust him over another serviceable quarterback that's more than likely already on my roster. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not, not really in on that. Um, if you have an IR spot, then maybe. Uh, then again, I'm assuming Watson would qualify for IR, even though he's technically not injured if he's suspended. Now, so, so some leagues – Some leagues do, some playing. leagues don't. Yeah. So you got to keep that in mind. But if there's an IR spot, okay, then at least you still can pick somebody else up in the meantime. But if you do not have that luxury, do you really want to waste a roster spot on a potentially elite quarterback if you can't use them or you won't use them for the first, well, like nine, ten weeks, I'd rather not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm more on the same page here. I, I, I'm out on Deshaun Watson this year. And yep. I'll just – if I'm – I'd rather watch him play for somebody else than to take my chances with him. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's talk about WinBet and their new promotion for new customers – Bet $100, get a $100 free bet. And if you're betting baseball, you have the best odds of anywhere because they have reduced juice in their MLB game. So you're going to be getting the same bets and potentially winning more money than anybody else. Plus, the WinBet Casino is always open 24-7 where you can get a 100% deposit bonus up to $1,000. So much juice from all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash winbet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-T to claim your free bet today. All of such a change, terms, conditions at winbet.com. Must be 20 or older and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. And to make sure to check out our new Discord server. Look, you can go in there. You can hop in the WNBA channel. You can hop in the fantasy football channel. You can hop in the NFL channel, college football, college basketball. Doesn't matter what you're into. You can hop into the channel and just sweat bets or interact with us or ask your fantasy questions, anything like that. You can hop in there. So if you're not doing it, make sure you join sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash discord. Get into our discord channel trying to tell you, trying to tell you, go ahead and do it. All right, Scott, we got to talk some DFS. I'm excited because it's like anybody has a chance. Anybody has a chance to win this. You can get lucky, and one of the players you pick scores one of the limited touchdowns that's going to be in the game, and you're going to have a chance to win it. So I love preseason DFS. It's absolutely hilarious. It is fun. It's the most degenerate thing. 
So just go ahead and break it down for those people that don't normally play preseason DFS or realize. So you, we're doing the showdown lineup where it's the Hall of Fame game. Las Vegas Raiders playing the Jacksonville Jaguars Thursday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You get one, two, three, four, five, six slots. I'll just make sure I had that right. Six slots. Your top captain spot, who is 1.5 times their score more than a regular person. Then you get five other slots. And you don't have to worry about the numbers or percentages or making sure that you spend the right amount of money in preseason DFS because everybody's the same price. Everybody's the same price. You just, ooh, excuse me. Oh, had a hiccup. Excuse me. All you have to do is just plug in and go. You don't have to worry about prices or anything. Everybody's the same price. So, Scott, I mean, the first thing about preseason DFS that you got to know is you play the defenses. You absolutely play the defenses. This is going to be an ugly game. It's not going to be a bunch of points scored. Going to be on the under in this game. There's not going to be a bunch of points scored. For defenses the record, by the way, when, when you say the under, can we just let the people know at home what the actual total is for this game? Oh, the total is what? What is it, 30 and a half? Uh, I believe 30. Oh, is it down to 30? I think it's down to 30 or 30 and a half, and that's not a first half total. Okay. That Let is me just go ahead and give them – I'll give them a whole spill. I'll give them a whole spill. All right. So, Jasmine Jaguars playing the Las Vegas Raiders in the Hall of Fame game, Canton, Ohio. Raiders minus two and a half, 30 and a half on the total. Three points down from where it opened up at, at 33 and a half. Heavy money on the Jags, 78% of the money on the Jags right here. Look, and that's a little bit of reverse line movement because 78% of the money is on the Jags, but this line went from minus one and a half to minus two and a half. Raiders, hmm, not, a, not this show, but something to think about. All right. A low total means the defenses are going to shine. I, I expect there to be pass breakups. I, the quarterbacks in this game, I expect to see some turnovers, maybe a turnover here or there. Sacks galore. Sacks galore. I just think that, you know, and that's really what you do and how you attack preseason DFS. You don't question it. You just play both defenses. And so I'll go ahead and kick things up with my lineup and my captain slot, the Raiders defense. And because – a lot of the information that you're trying to, you know, you got to dig through. Like, you have to really dig through the wire to get the information on these preseason teams. And Reddit is the best place. These team Reddits tell you a whole bunch of stuff. People are dropping information all the time. And one thing when I was surfing through the Raiders team Reddit is they were really high on the cornerbacks for the Raiders. They said the cornerbacks were having a really, really good camp for the Raiders. They were getting in, in the face, having a lot of pass breakups, a bunch of interceptions. Nate Hobbs is having a really, really good camp. He went toe-to-toe with, De- with Devontae Adams earlier. And so even though you're probably not going to see a lot of the starters in this game, they've already come out and the Jags said they aren't playing playing. A lot of their starters, the Raiders set came out. Well, they haven't come out and said it, but you can expect the Raiders to come out soon and say they're not playing a bunch of their starters. So you really want to stay from a lot of the starters in DFS lineup. But that defense is solid. They're always going to be on the field. They're always going to have a chance for points. So the Raiders defense, I think they're the better defense here. The line movement tells me that the Raiders win this game. So I'm going to put the Raiders defense in my captain slot. So... I feel like this is a pretty tricky one to fully evaluate because even if you don't get many points in the game, which we're not expecting, 
you still need a lot of either sacks or turnovers to actually make choosing a defense for as your captain spot fully worth it. But you can argue that it might be a low percentage captain play. So you might be able to end up getting yourself in a good spot to go for a big payday if, for example, oh, you said the Raiders defense, right? Yep. So if you get a pick six there, then you're in great shape because a lot of other people won't have the Raiders in the captain spot. So it's similar to other DFSs where you kind of have to find a balance between who do you think is going to put up the most fantasy points and also finding a right long shot, so to speak, to take or a low percentage owned option in the captain spot or even on your overall roster that could pop. And I do think as a result, if you want to go for a home run swing, I don't mind taking a defense there. I think for the captain spot, I did want to pick a quarterback. And Mm. I guess the luxury that we had for both teams is that we know for a fact the starting quarterbacks are not going to play. And there's a bit of a backup quarterback controversy going on with both teams. And Jake Luton was a guy who we actually saw start in NFL games in the past. And he was not horrible. I don't think he was great, but of course, I think he was serviceable. And he looked like he belonged on an NFL roster. Now, it is worth always keeping in mind of the weather report. And according to initial reports, it's supposed to rain. So you might get bad weather on top of it, which kind of doubles down on your point of taking two defenses. But with bad weather... I do think it makes a lot of sense to try to target some of the running backs if you do think that the offenses are going to struggle. So I agree with you on the defenses, but I am going to throw in a little bit of a recommendation for Snoop Connor, the running back for Jacksonville, mostly because of the fact that we know ETN is back from injury. He's officially been ruled out for this game, and we know James Robinson's going to clearly still be on the roster. There's no reason for Robinson to play in this game. So if you want to use a trickle-down depth chart philosophy, Snoop Connor should get most of the touches for Jacksonville's uh, ground game. And maybe it's just for early preseason action. My go-to strategy is to target rookies mm-hmm. because we tend to know, or the teams tend to know, what to make of the second- and third-year guys. They've had them in the building. They've evaluated them. they scouted them. They know everything. Now, for the actual rookies – You can see how they look on tape and in college and in practice, but in-game action is where you kind of want to test them out to see who's going to get cut and who's going to stay in the actual running for our final roster spot. I like Snoop Connor. I liked him at Ole Miss. I know he's got game-breaking ability. The bad weather should result in more handoffs. I think Connor, if he gets 15-plus touches, he could break one. Once again, touchdowns are at a premium but I'll take a running back in bad weather. Give me Snoop Connor. All right. All right. I like that. I, I, matter of fact, I'll just go ahead and, and label him off as my next one. I have Snoop Connor as well. I just didn't have him in the captain slide, but I have him in his DFS lineup for everything you said. And again, going back to the team Reddits, looking at the Reddits, they were practicing goal line situations in practice, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And they were set talking about Snoop Connor got the goal lines, got some goal line touches, and he actually went and scored a touchdown. So if they get into a situation and you're telling me that they've already practiced with Connor going on the goal line, 
they're probably going to give him some chances on the goal line just to see what he does in game scenario. And I want pieces of that. The biggest thing about this is there are not going to be a lot of points scored in these games. You got to hit on the guys that actually score the touchdowns. Those are the people that win these. And I think Snoop Connor, especially with what you talked about the weather, that makes me feel even better about it. I think he has a chance to score here. So yeah, give me Snoop Connor. And the fact that it's bad weather also explains why there's always under money on the Pro Bowl, uh, on the uh, Pro Football Hall of Fame game, sorry, because the games always end up like 10 to 7. Like these are really awful football games that you should really only watch if you have money on it or if you are just that desperate for football action. But when it comes to actual fantasy points, you're not expecting much from really anybody. But that's why you can kind of go for a strategy involving some high upside players who could make a one big play that could do all the difference. And for me, I think Snoop Connor is a great option for that. All right. What's your second pick in the lineup? So we already talked about the defenses, so I'll toss them aside for now. I am going to go to a guy who I actually loved in college, and it's going to be Raiders wide receiver Justin Hall who I was a big fan of at Ball State. And the reason why I like him especially, he's also a demon in special teams. Great punt returner, great kick returner. You might get some bonus opportunities there, but he's a playmaker. And when it comes to trying to find guys to make roster spots, of course, versatility is important. And if Hall can A, run routes, which I've seen him at Ball State do, or B, just have any impact on special teams – the Raiders should game plan at least a couple of even gadget plays to get the ball in his hands because of how elusive he is. So when it comes to guys who can maybe even have one play and take it the distance for a touchdown, I'm going to embrace the go for broke strategy. Give me Justin Hall, mostly because I really liked him in college. And I think that he has the speed that can translate at the next level. So I think that if he, but if he scores a punt return, kick return, that's, that's going for the defense. That's not going to him. Does that, does that not go for... No, that goes to the defense. I was going to say, because even... I thought some give it to the player too, but I don't know how some specifics... Uh... Make sure you check out... I'm, if I'm going off of where, where I'm doing it, and it, I just wanted to double check, and where I'm placing it, it says that that's going to the defense. So just double check your, the rules of, and, you know, where you I know for a fact some DFS leagues will give it to the player as well if he gets into the end zone. Okay, so yeah, go ahead. Make sure y'all check that, uh, check into that as well, and that you're doing the right league that has those rules. But ah, uh, everything you said just made me feel better about my Raiders in the captain slot. Oh man, I'm 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 cashing. I'm cashing. All right, no, but I I like the I like the pick, and I definitely like Justin Hall. I'll get into my third pick here. I'm going with the Raiders wide receiver as well, but I'm going with the guy that we've seen some of, and that's going to be Mac Hollins. By the way, I, I was right. I'm looking at the scorings now, and it has punt return and kick return listed both for offense and defense. Okay, cool. Oh, wow. So that's a crazy stack if you have both yeah. and he gets – Oh, I'm going to have to put another lineup with Justin Hall in there. But I, I had to confirm so it, it does give points to both. Dang. And if you – so if you do that, what if it – because I don't think Jamal Agnew is going to play no. for, the, for the Jags. There's a Pro Bowler. He's not going to play. But, no, but still, like going into, going into other 
you know, other opportunities or, or if you're just talking about any kick return, that's really good. If you get a kick return or a punt return and you st- stack that in a showdown lineup, you are way ahead of everybody else at that point. Like you have to tank yeah. the other positions not to win at that point. So. Now, once again, check whichever actual DFS site you're using because yeah. some will have it for both, some won't. But I know for a fact that at least one of them also gives it to the individual player. Absolutely. That's crazy. That is absolutely crazy. All right, back to my third third player, receiver Matt Collins for the Las Vegas Raiders. And we've seen him in Miami, former Miami Dolphin, but back to the team Reddits. They're saying Matt Collins is killing it out there. Like, they're saying that Matt Collins is having an amazing camp. And he's one of those guys – his – his job isn't secure. He's trying to get onto the roster. You have Devontae Adams. He's 100% going to be there. You have Hunter Renfro. He's 100% going to be there. Nobody really knows what to come of that third wide receiver spot. We don't know exactly what's going to be there. Third, fourth, all those other spots, are you're fighting for those spots. And they're saying that he has a really good connection with Jake Lutton over this training camp. Those two connected and had a one-handed catch in the end zone. If Jake Lutton's going to be – not Lutton, I'm sorry, but – uh. Mullins. I'm yeah, Nick, Nick Mullins. Mullins. Yeah. Nick Mullins. They're having a really good camp. They're connecting on a lot of stuff out there. And uh Jared Stidham. Jared Stidham has a good relationship as well. So it's just sitting here. And if he has a good relationship with the quarterbacks and they they get in close, they're just gonna look for a chance to throw it up. Somebody's gotta be athletic enough to go up and go get it. And looking, he's put up numbers in fantasy before. He's put up numbers in fantasy before. He's done this. He has the opportunity. I'm, I'm rolling with Matt Collins here. I'm taking a shot on Matt Collins right there for my third player. Hopefully he can either become a PPR type of guy and get a bunch of catches early in the game when Stidham is in, and maybe he's still in there with Nick Mullins getting the game as well. But I'll take Matt Collins for some quick PPR points, and maybe he's – you know, falls into the end zone and he's the guy that scores the one touchdown that's going to happen in this game. Yeah, well, you mentioned a wide receiver, so I'll give one of my own. I'm going to take Kevin Austin Jr. out of the out of Notre Dame for the Jaguars. It goes back to my point before. I'm going to back rookies, especially with an extra preseason game. A lot of these teams in the actual Hall of Fame game don't fully take this game seriously in terms of opening up the playbook, but the player evaluation is still real. And the players that need the most evaluating are the rookies. So if we're talking about all your points for Matt Collins and how he might be on the field a decent amount, and how he might get targets, I know for a fact that Kevin Austin Jr. will be on the field because he's a rookie. And Jacksonville, they could potentially use a couple of young guys to throw in there for, I'd say, a nice wide receiver competition on the back end for a roster spot. So kind of all the points that you made, but I'm going to make them for the other team. I like the fact that there's a rookie wide receiver who has something to prove, and I think, the pl- I think the actual coaching staff will give him a lot of opportunities in terms of snaps to get something done. So for me, I'm going to go with Kevin Austin Jr. All right. And before we get to the rest of the lineup, I got to talk to you about IP Vanish, the official SGPN of – the SGPN. Ha! That's hilarious. The official VPN of SGPN. And so they encrypt 100% of your data, private details, passwords, communication, browser history – Browsing history. Wow, I couldn't get that word out. And you can use unlimited devices, computer, tablet, phone, fire stick. Doesn't matter. And they're giving you an incredible 70% off 
their yearly plan with the 30-day money-back guarantee. Just to tap of the button, ipvanish.com slash SGP. Use promo code SGP to get your 70% off savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. And also brought to you by Odds Trader. Look, what is Odds Trader? It's the best place to go to compare odds from all the major sports books. And you can even go there and compare different sign-up codes. You can go take advantage of promos that all the different sports books are giving you. Plus, they have a whole bunch of cool features, handicapping, play-by-play updates, live score, and bet tracking, player statistics, key game statistics, weather. They tell you the weather and bet trackers so you can keep a record of all your games and betting activity is super super duper easy to use make sure you go to oddstrader.com slash blue wire oddstrader the number one site for all of your game day bets all right let's get into the back half of this third fourth team my fourth player and you know i said it earlier i have the defense for the raiders i'm playing defensive jacks Because I think that at the end of the day, these offensive linemen are, a lot of them very brand new, a lot of them very, very raw. Especially for the second and third stringers, the offensive lines, one common thing in preseason, it's disastrous. It's really, really bad. A lot of people don't have it together. There's not some really bad people that are probably going to be grocery baggers by the time this is over. And I'm just banking on defense going and getting to the quarterback, getting some easy sacks getting some turnovers. Maybe the ball slips out and you pick up a fumble. Everybody's out there. Everybody's hungry. And I think the defense is a little bit hungrier than the offense in the preseason because they're on the attack. They're on the prowl. The defensive line wants to get there. They want to get to the quarterback. So, yeah, give me the Jags defense. That's my fourth team in the lineup. Yeah, so I also have both defenses out of – Pretty much necessity. I feel like in a game where there's a total of 30, you kind of need both defenses involved. But we've mentioned a lot of overall position players. I'm actually going to mention a quarterback. And since I don't trust the wide receivers, I don't trust the offensive lines, I am going to trust a quarterback that can move. And for that reason, I'm going to take Jared Stidham. Stidham has a lot of experience with McDaniel. Uh, McDaniels, of course, as the coach back in or the offensive coordinator in New England. So he does have some familiarity with the actual coaching staff. But I know Stidham can run. And if you want to talk about some quarterbacks who can improvise and make something out of nothing, you don't have many great options in preseason. But Stidham is one of the options. You can argue Mullins, but I am so anti-Mullins. I think he's one of the worst quarterbacks in the league. I'm going to be straightforward Mm -hmm. with you. I've seen him in preseason with the Eagles. I saw him with the Niners. He's awful. So under no circumstance am I taking him. Luton I thought about, but I don't know if I really want to bother because of all the things you said about how good the Raiders defense or the secondary has been praised, you know, throughout the lead up to this game. I'm going to go with Stidham because he knows the system and he also is mobile and perhaps he can break off a big run. Maybe he can just get a simple QB sneak rushing touchdown. But I feel like playing one quarterback makes sense to kind of limit some of the risk. I'll go with Stidham because he's still competing for a backup job. Oh, man. Oh, you're about to talk me off of Luton. So Luton was my next guy. I like Luton as a player. Yeah, but... me too. And, and we've seen him do it before. You know, Remember he had that game against the Texans, and he finished with 22 fantasy points that game. He's been okay, but the point is 
I feel like the Jaguars, it's a new coaching staff. So they're kind of reevaluating everybody. But he's been with the organization for several years. Yeah. And that's why I'm kind of wondering if he might just get a quarter and they might say, all right, you know, send, send in the other guy because they don't really need him. But based on the injury list and the fact that Bethard's still out and the fact that you don't have many other options, I guess Luton is definitely a play that makes sense, but I do like the mobility that Stidham possesses in bad weather. Yeah, Slaughter's going to get some work for yeah. him. So, and, but you have Mullins. You kind of know what you have in Nick Mullins, though. No, Nick Mullins has started a bunch of games. Yeah, he sucks. Stidham hasn't. Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I, I really think Mullins should, should not be in the link. But <laughs> yeah, I've made a lot of money fading him, you know, so I'm he's been nice him. to me. But I'm going him. Didn't he start a game for the Eagles preseason last year and they lost to the Patriots by like 50? I got to go back and look into that. I'm like 90% sure he started a preseason game for the Eagles last year and they lost to the Patriots like 49 to nothing. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I, I had money on the Patriots. Like I made a lot of money on that game. That's right. I'm betting preseason deal with it. But I remember Mullins being absurdly terrible in that game. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he did play. F- All right. Was, I think I'm going to look it up game. because it's yeah, going to bring back some sure. fond memories. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was that game actually. That's crazy. All right. Well, while you're doing that, so the last spot was the tricky one. And I went back and forth. I said, huh, do I It was 35 nothing. Apologies. 35 nothing. Whatever. It was 35 nothing. Sorry. Yeah. I thought, I thought, oh, do I want another skill position? What am I going to do that will produce fantasy points and get me a win? And nobody else is doing it. I have a kicker. And I have uh, Ryan Santoso. Okay. The kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And the reason that I have him is because he's the only kicker that's on the roster. The other kicker's out, and he's not playing in this game. So he's the only one that's going to be taking the extra points if that comes. He's going to be taking the field goals. And Jacksonville has to figure out what they're doing as at a kick at the kicker position anyway. They don't know what they're doing at that position anyway. So he's going to get the opportunity. If they get on that side of the field and it gets the fourth down, they're going to let him kick it because they want to see what he can do. And so if we talk about a low-scoring game and Jacksonville goes and gets three field goals from what? 30, 45, maybe even a 50. And you're they, might, they might win the game with three field goals. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so it just makes me want to have the kicker in this game. If I can get not close to 10 points from a kicker, that's more than a lot of skill position players are going to give me. I'd rather take my chance with the kicker where I know, hey, if he takes, if he takes the looks and he hits them, I'm getting at least three points there. Yeah, I think it's definitely a smart angle if you want to go for a niche lineup that could cash big if it works out. I was going to ask you about one player, though, because I talked about a running back for the Jaguars. I know that during the actual draft recap, we were both pretty high on Zamir White, and I'm going to bring him up because he missed a bunch of practices. Mm-hmm. He's officially back. So now he's back. And he's been looking good. He's been looking good. Is it too soon to give him game action because he's basically been practicing for a week? No, I think he's going to play. That's why because I kind of I, th- I initially had him in 
but I've been I've been trying to monitor the projections for if he's actually going to play or not. I'll do some last minute tweakings based on if he's actually active or not. If he's active, I'm going to use him. So, but I don't know if he is. So I think my the reason I didn't consider Zamir White is because I'm still a little scorned because last year it was the same thing in Najee Harris in the Hall of Fame game and Najee Harris went out there and he was okay he got caught a couple passes and but it really wasn't a lot of good production I was kind of wishing I was kind of kicking myself like dang I wish I had put somebody else in there because you expect that he's gonna one you don't want to put too much training running back tires. They just want to go out there. They want to see him in a couple of protections, how he looks in protections. They give him some work, let him catch a couple of balls. Yeah, maybe, screen pass and, here and there. Yeah, that kind of thing. yeah, and let him get some work, get his feet wet, and then you're pulling him right back out because you don't want him to get injured. Especially Zamir White, where they're looking like he's the future. And this last year, Josh Jacobs, and then they're rolling out with Zamir White next year. And that's how it kind of feels. So I, I like Zamir White. And I'm probably going to have a lineup with them. I'm not going to lie. I'm probably going to have a lineup with Zamir White in there somewhere because I just can't help myself. But for this one, I, I wanted to stay away from those rookie running backs because I think that while they are going to see the field, it's going to be very limited. I think it's different comparing Najee Harris to him because Harris, of course, was a first-round pick and he was guaranteed to be the starting yeah. running back. J- Josh Jacobs has no future contract, so he's going to be the starter whether they want him back or next year, because they're going to make sure that either they use him up entirely or they're going to stop using him once they decide to start evaluating other pieces, which is why I think White should get more touches, for example, than Najee Harris did last year, for example. But either way, I like White a lot as a player. I think you can use him in actual preseason games. The Hall of Fame game is a different animal because you do want to give the guys that are fighting for the final roster spots, a lot of early looks. And we know for a fact that White, even if he has a mediocre camp, he's guaranteed to make the roster. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. So they might just give a lot of touches to some other running backs that might be fighting for special teams jobs. Yeah. Yeah, no. I'm with you. I. All right. Well, I think you have one more player, don't you? Uh, Well, I have the Jaguars defense, the Raiders defense. I have Kevin Austin Jr., I have Justin Hall, I have Stidham, and I got Snoop. So now oh, I'm done. Okay. All right, uh, yeah, I, I just I, – I backed your two-defense approach. Okay, okay, okay. All right, and then I have the Raiders defense in my captain slot, Jaguars, Snoop Connor, Matt Collins, Ryan Satorso, and Jared Stidham. Scott, if it – this is so degenerate because this can yeah. go either way. These can be terrible lineups or this can be the winning lineup. And it's because you don't know. You don't know what to expect. Everybody has a chance. There's a whole bunch of players. And you get to learn the people on the roster. Like, this gets you excited. This is something that gets you hyped and to make the time pass before we get the real NFL football back. So, do you have anything else for the people before we get up out of here? Not really. I feel like even though we mentioned how so many things are uncertain about this game, if you are totally new to DFS and if you're trying to dip your toes in your regular fantasy football player and you want to maybe dabble a little bit have a little bit of action on the Hall of Fame game don't take any actual starters yeah like don't take Derek Carr don't take Trevor Lawrence don't take any of these people and it's also worth mentioning if you want to really bet preseason in general or use DFS lineups make sure 
you follow the injury reports because they get released pretty early and you tend to know exactly who's going to get a bunch of reps because the coaches will straight up tell you who's getting a bunch of reps because they're not (laughs) hiding anything. It's an exhibition. Nobody cares. So if you're worried about some double talk from coaches, that doesn't exist. If they tell you this player is probably not going to play, he's he's not going to play. (laughs) I mean, is there anything else you want to add? Because they're 100% transparent. No, man. Like I said, check out those Reddit pages and just see who's who's getting that buzz. Like, they're they're labeling out guys, some guys you never probably heard of, and they're getting some serious buzz in camp. And so when you see them and that translates to in-game, then, well, there you go. You shouldn't be surprised. So go out there, just do your research, and try to figure out what players are getting that buzz in camp because they're the ones more likely to go off during the game. Yeah. All right. Let's – Go ahead, get up out of here. He's at Rochelle Radio on Twitter. I'm at really real underscore underscore on Twitter. Make sure you subscribe to the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast if you haven't already. If you're catching this on the other feed, make sure you head over and subscribe to the SGP and Fantasy Football Podcast. And make sure you hop in the Discord, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash Discord. Get in that Discord, chat with us, ask us your questions. Ask, show us your DFS lineup. It, hey, if your DFS lineup looks kind of smooth, drop it in there, and I'm, I'm going to go in there. I'm going to tail it for sure. And so other than that, I really don't know how I'm in the show, don't have anything else to say. I haven't figured this out in all the times of podcasting, so I'm just ending like this. We are out.